When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everyone, Kelly Lee here, and this is another episode of Testimony Tuesday, and we're so, so excited to be in season six right now. Wow. You know what? The Lord has really, really been working through this show, and there's testimonies on top of the testimonies, testimonies coming from listening to and watching the show. So I'm like, hallelujah, God is great. <laughs> and so uh, today we have a very, very special guest. This is Nicholas Gomez, aka Voice the Name. He's got an album out called Servant of a King. You can hear some of his songs on our radio station after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Music Lovers Radio. Welcome, brother. Uh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. As you guys know, we always love to talk about Revelation 12, verse 11, which says, And they overcame him, meaning Satan and his minions, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And testimonies are so super important because they really help encourage, they give hope, they inspire other people to get closer to the Lord, to see, you know, the things that he brings us through is just totally amazing when you can see his hand in our life and in our day-to-day walk. And so we pray that this show will bless somebody and that it will inspire you to grow closer to him, to read the word more, to study the word more, and just to really get to know him and have relationship with him. So again, welcome, brother. All right, thanks for having me again. <laughs> I love your Jesus banner in the background. <laughs> I, <appreciate> it. <laughs> I was it like, whoa, Jesus! <laughs> it was used on one of my videos, so I had to put it up in the background. Yeah, it's really cool. Really, yes. really cool. But, um, so, Brother Nicholas is going to talk to us today about a bunch of different things, including coming to know what a real Christian church is after years and years and years and years of being in a Catholic church. Um, I myself was in a Catholic church as well growing up. I wasn't baptized in a Catholic church, which I'm really glad about. (laughs) But, you know, eventually I think there's always going to come a time when the Lord draws us closer to him and is like, okay, now you've been doing this religion thing for all these years and this church thing, but now I'm going to show you the truth of who I am and, you know, uh, the type of relationship that we can have when you walk with me. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, just so um, I know, me and you've had a discussion, um, just so people don't know, uh, when it comes to like my background, my history, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was born and raised in the Catholic Church. Um, and I in the area that I live in, which is South Texas, I mean, that's, it's a pretty big, you know, religion, mm-hmm. or religious uh, presence, the Catholic Church. Right. Um, and what, um, over the years, there was always, there was never really, you know, any insight as to why we go to church, you know, other mm-hmm. than, you know, we we have to do it on Sundays because we believe in Jesus Christ, you know, stuff yeah. like that, you know, simple things. But um, um, move fast forwarding just real quick to the, the present day and age, I always 
I had a discussion with a brother of mine um, when it came to like my music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even even just when I go out into the streets and you know do the do the ministering to people and just reaching out, giving them the gospel and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, it was always uh, it was a question as to whether or not I felt like my uh, testimony, so to speak, was was strong enough because mm-hmm. um, I I kind of felt like. Not that I wasn't worthy, but I just wanted to make sure that when I'm, you know, ministering to people or giving them the gospel um, and, you know, talking to them about Jesus Christ and what he did for us and, you know, God has done for us uh, through all these years. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to make I never wanted to make it about me. And I was always hesitant to just like, OK, you know, I, I really don't want to tell them my story unless they ask or unless I can actually relate to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's some people that I that have the. Uh, you know, they're, they're far and few, but there are some that have the same situations, have gone through the same things, or even yes. like, like me and you growing up in the Catholic Church, and they just don't understand. They're just like, what do you mean? You know, they have they have questions just like us, and some, yeah. you, know, you have people that are just like, yeah, you know, it's it's just part of my life. That's just what I do, and I don't know any other way, and I don't plan on changing. So, you know, you have, yeah. you have to work with people like that, but, um, you know, going All back right. to... Uh, uh, going back to the topic of for Revelation, um, the scripture that we're talking about, Revelation yeah. 11, um, or 12 or 11, I'm sorry, verse yeah. 11 or verse 12? <laughs> <laughs> 12 verse 11. <laughs> was, yeah, right, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, we were, we were talking briefly about how, how the the Antichrist or the, or the enemy was overtaken by the testimony and how, how powerful that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is true. And that's something that I kind of have to work for, uh, work through mm-hmm. myself individually, you know, is yes. to bring that out so that people can hear it more and more because um, some people do need to relate to that. I, I kind of feel like um, the first album I made, it was just to kind of give people like a brief history, but now I guess to get more in depth and more personal is something that I need to actually work on more so that people can actually, you know, hear Mm-hmm. Where I'm coming from as a person, because I mean, there's always people who can relate, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and there's people who are going through that exact situation right now too, you know, and that's what can make the biggest difference in giving people hope. Um, just to know that there's somebody else who has been through it and walked through it and overcome it and actually really been delivered from it, I think yeah. is so super powerful. And I'm even just coming to understand the power of that testimony as well, because I mean, there's parts of everybody's testimony that it's like, Ooh, I can't share that. <laughs> you know, like it's so difficult, especially like if your family's going to be watching and there's other people, like sometimes it's just like, okay, you know, Lord, I know this is going to reach the people that it needs to reach, but um, an example of, of me sharing, um, I shared this show with somebody a couple of weeks ago, um, and she listened to the audio of it. And she said, I know we don't know each other. Like she's been in the magazine a couple of times and she has, we have some mutual connections, but we've never had a conversation before. And, um, she said, would you mind if I call you? And I said, yeah, sure. No problem. And I gave her my number and we talked, we literally talked for hours and hours on end. And, um, and she's really like super like going through right now because the enemy, especially when you're about to launch your ministry will do the most severe attack. And, uh, she's just about to launch her ministry with her husband. It's a healing and deliverance ministry. And the enemy has attacked their marriage, attacked their home, attacked their relationship, like attacks all around. Right. And so, I was able to share my testimony with her and be like, okay, I've been through this. I've, I've walked through this. I, this is how I see the enemy working in this situation. I know how he works. I know how he's tried to work. I know how he's worked in other people's lives. And he's coming against your future ministry because he doesn't want anybody healed and delivered, right? So, so anyway, after hours on end of sharing testimony, like testimony after testimony, because I could relate to almost everything she was saying about things that have been happening over the last five years. And the following day, she called me and she said, you know, just knowing that somebody else has walked through that and has 
an understanding from God's perspective of why it happened, how it happened, how the enemy worked in it, how God worked in it, and how how you can truly, truly be healed, delivered, and overcome, right? So, so because of, you know, me get, just giving her my number, a complete stranger, <laughs> um, it was like the following day she said, I feel so much lighter. I feel great. This is amazing. God sent you to tell me that at this particular moment just to give me hope. Um mm-hmm. And her marriage was falling apart and her husband called her and they ended up like now they're trying to work things out with a pastor and trying to go to a deliverance pastor for some other spiritual issues that they're experiencing. And so the the show was like a catalyst to that. Mm-hmm. And so and that was just from hearing like one person's testimony. She was like, we got to talk. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like giving people hope is is the main thing that okay, there's somebody else who has been through this exact same situation that I've been through. Yeah. How did the Lord work in that situation? How did the Lord walk them through it? How did the Lord, you know, send them to scripture um, yeah. to, you know, because that's how he does it. He, he leads us to the word, right? And so it leads him back to him. And our testimonies always point back to him. So, it's it's important we're giving him the glory for everything it's it's right. it's about you and your experiences right but it's it's not about you because it's about how he worked in those situations you know what i mean so like if if i can say anything like from god's perspective what the the testimony actually does it's so super powerful that it over it overcomes the antichrist. Right. That's no, a powerful spirit in the world. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah, no, it very is. And it's 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 getting worse by as, as people start drawing away from the church every day now. It's like Yeah. Um you know, not to take this a different route, but there's so many people that are falling away because they've been injured. There's so many people falling yeah. away because the internet provides a lot of, you know, misleading information and people yeah. are finding other routes of, well, I guess they, they consider salvation or, you know, everybody yeah. uses that positive energy where nowadays, yeah. nowadays it's just like, the, the universe. Right. Right. So it's just, <laughs> there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of, um, uh, of that spirit and that, that apostasy is just growing and growing and growing, yeah. but, um, it's, yeah. it's going to take the body of Christ to actually get out there and, and and let them know like hey this is you know this is real this is not this is not a joke this is something that's very um you know if you if you if you actually open your eyes and and are willing to let it in it's very in front of us you know it's very apparent that this is this is taking place you know yeah the body of Christ and even the spirit of God is moving heavily it's just of course yeah. they're not gonna, they are the country that we live in is not going to show it. I don't think any other country is going to do that either. They're yeah. Make sure that, you know, they keep everybody where they're at. But anyways, yeah. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, you know, going back to that, um, the, the, the power of the testimony, you know, um, like I said, that's something definitely that I, I need to work on personally. You know, when uh-huh. people ask me about it, um, I definitely will. I'm, I'm willing to tell them it's not, not, I don't want to try to hide anything from anybody and act like there's something that, of course, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of, a lot of stuff, yeah, a lot of regrets, but, but at the end of the day, it's, it's it's Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God that got me through it all, you know, knowing Amen. that I have, a, I, have a, I have a way out and I have something, that, I have that comforter coming, you know, and it's here. Exactly. And but, just, just talking about the end of the end days, um, you know, the the word says that even the elect will be deceived, right? right? And so, so when there's so much false out there that the that people are following, right? Like even the elect will be deceived, and right. it's not a surprise that there's this great falling away from the church, yeah. but the Lord. I think um, works in those people too, right? You might fall away from the church building, but you might have an encounter with him. Right. You know what I mean? And then that's the beginning of, okay, Lord, 
you said follow me. I was following man over here, right? Uh, I was following the church. I was following the priest. I was following the pastor. I was following Lord, you're, I follow you. Right, right. New path. Right. And the Catholic church, um, although, like I said before, none of my friends knew the Bible. None of my friends read the Bible. None of my friends studied the Bible. Um, they pretty much thought that they could just do whatever they wanted as long as they showed up for church on Sunday, and that was it, right? So during the right. week, you can live this wild, crazy life. Yeah. And then just go to church on Sunday, maybe go to confession, maybe not, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, but, uh, I was definitely, I was definitely there. Yeah, and and so was I because like I just didn't know the difference. But in my city, um, because it used to be so Catholic, they have a foundational knowledge of who Jesus is. And that makes the biggest difference when you're out in the street talking about Jesus, because they, it's like they have, like the Bible says, they have a form of godliness, but they're denying its power. And so, so a lot of people, like they have this foundational knowledge of who he is and what he's done, but they don't have the truth of the word, which is, which is the Bible, right? So without uh, without that knowledge, people perish for lack of knowledge. Exactly. Right? Um, just from personal experience, my friends in the Catholic Church, um, one of them passed away of uh, cancer when she was 42. That was uh, maybe five years ago, six years ago. And oh, wow. um, she, she was my best friend growing up and before she passed away. Now, she was the one who, she became an altar girl. She was so into church. She loved it. She was the first altar girl. She loved it. She loved church. She loved everything about it. Right. And before she passed away, we hadn't talked for many years, and she messaged me to tell me that she had cancer. And she said, she said, wow, I've just been reading through your Facebook page. And she goes, Kelly, you know, I know I was doing all this stuff in the church when I was younger. And she said, and I, I just wish I had faith like you do, but I don't. And that was one of the last conversations we had oh, wow. um, before she passed away. And it's just, it's just so sad that, that these people are being led astray, you know? And I went to her funeral and at her funeral, there was all of her friends were there from Catholic high school. Not even one of them was still going to church. Not even one of them knew the truth of the scriptures. Not even wow. one of them. And I was like, Lord, like, are you kidding me? Oh, that's, I mean, that's, um, you know, even now, right, um, the biggest challenge for uh, a born-again believer uh, when it comes to scriptural belief is um, having to spread that message to your family who has the same beliefs you had back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and they're so ingrained in it that they refuse to, you know, alter anything they believe or any, alter any of their actions or the way they speak. And it's just, that's always going to be an uphill battle until they actually come to that realization, like, hey, this is something that I need to change for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And for those people, you just have to pray for them continually and give them the word whenever you can, you know. Always, you know, the, the scripture tells us to be as, as wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. Um, and- so... We have to do it with the wisdom, but um, I mean, definitely when you have that, you know, upbringing, it's just so hard. It's like like that that old saying goes: trying to teach a dog new tricks, right? An old dog. Yeah. New tricks. yeah. And, um, when you have this belief that everything you're doing right for all these years, it's kind of it's kind of hard to to take a step back and say, you know what, I've actually been wrong, right? It's almost like it's that's where pride has to set in. Priority. Yeah. It has set in, and it's just something you need to get out of it, right? To so say, you know what? I have been wrong all these years. I have been mistaken. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, for lack of knowledge. Yes. Um, and I, I tell people, you know, because people ask me that when I get into conversations, just like I'm sure you have, they're like, okay, so, you know, am I, because I'm Catholic, I'm going to go to hell. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to say you're going to go to hell, but I would say that you would have a lot more to answer for because you yeah. refuse to let things go. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of error in, in that religion when it comes to idols, 
exactly. you know, baptism. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the list can goes on and on. On and on and on and on. And on. The rosary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> praying, um, praying to Mary. Praying to the praying, saints. Praying to Mary. Praying to saints. Um, even confession, you know. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's always a plethora, right? Even even the probably the worst one is, you know, um, the, the person they believe to be their mediator between yeah. God and me, which is the Pope for them. It's just like you just totally threw away Jesus yeah. Christ. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's their uh, God. <laughs> yeah, there's there's too many too much reverence around that man, but yeah. Um, but I think, but, like, I think that um, 2020, and this is just I'm talking from personal experience. Um, one of my family members in 2020, she was always busy, 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 busy. If it wasn't work, then it was something else, and never had time to research it and just went to church uh we actually have church on saturdays here as well and she always believed that the sabbath was saturday she she didn't know why she believed that because she didn't know the bible but um she always went to church on saturday and um in 2020 all of a sudden all of her workout programs and all the stuff the extra stuff that she used to do closed down and so it's like you're at home so what are you going to do right and she started going online And she started to really discover the truth. Um, She renounced the Catholic Church during that time. Uh, One time I walked into her house and she had like a big Bible (laughs) sitting on her couch. I was like, what the heck is happening here? Like, what's going on? Um, But then, like, it's hard for somebody who is like, you know, older in years to um to believe the whole bible to when you know you've never known anything and so um there's little things that that she still does that i'm like okay read this because you shouldn't be doing that right but the first step was renouncing the catholic church which like it is a miracle that she even discovered that well how would she discover that if it wasn't for you know 2020 and 2021 keeping her at home So a lot of people went online and they started to figure out, well, wait a minute, this church that I've been following, what what are they really up to? And what are they really all about? And when, when she started researching, she was so shocked, like so shocked. And she was like, yeah, I can't, I can't. And so she'll, she'll say it. She says, I'm no longer Catholic, no longer Catholic. I'm a Christian. Praise God. <laughs> yeah, like okay, if you say so. Like you, you, you're a baby Christian, but okay, you're a Christian, right? But that's like that's the first step. So, um, praise God for that, right? And then once you come to know the truth, it's like you're going to start to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and, you know the the dangerous part about that is that even even Christians um, nowadays who do know the truth, a lot of them. Um, aren't the best example, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, you know, a Catholic is looking at somebody like that and they're like, well, I mean, do I, should I really need to change or do I, I can just, it looks like I could just stay where I'm at, you know, in my walk or, yeah, because you know, I mean, what you're projecting isn't really something that, um, I guess would be is the image of Christ, so to speak, yeah. that's what they're looking for, right? Um, yep. but, um, that's, that's the other thing too. I mean, so just learning, Learning the scriptures because I, you know, when I'm in the streets and I minister to people, I run across people and I ask them, you know, hey, you know, what is your what is your belief in Jesus Christ and in God? And you know, I run across across Catholics and they'll say, oh yeah, no, I'm a Catholic and you know, I go to Bible study and I'm my res- my response kind of is okay. So then, why are you still a Catholic if you're in the, <laughs> if you're in the, if you're in the scriptures? You know, what has has something not set in, or you just, or either you're lying to me, or you know, something is not clicking, or you know. But also, like Catholic, ca- there is a Catholic Bible, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's, so. it's not it's not much different um, than the King James, other than of course the King James has the Old English. Um, Right. right? Mm-hmm. And, and text, but um, I actually, uh, I don't know if you can, I know you can't see it up there, but I actually own uh, a Catholic Bible and um, I own different versions because right. before my, my grandmother passed away, she was very, that was a person who I was trying to, you know, speak to, yeah. to her about Christ and, you yeah. know, to her, like, grandma, we, you know, we can't do stuff like this, you know, and she's, and 
she grew up, I mean, literally in the Catholic church, like went to Catholic school, yeah. you know, was yeah. part of the Catholic, you know, that's all she knew her whole entire life. So, yeah. I mean, trying to tell her about, you know, uh, idolatry and the Virgin Mary and these saints is like, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was speaking blasphemy to her, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> But her her biggest thing was um, there's a certain it's called an imprimatur Catholic Bible and that was like the end all no all like that was you know there was no other doctrine in the world that you should go by if if you were a believer in Jesus Christ and you believed in God. Wow. So, and I I would I would read it because my uh my my overall thinking was well if I'm gonna win this woman over. Mm-hmm. Let me let me see where she's coming from. Let me see yes. where she. Let me see what the difference is because I'm I'm a King James reader. That's just my preference. Yeah, me too. Um, and and if I if I want to win somebody over and know like if I'm going to start questioning her or anybody else like her, I, I want to know like okay, so what is it that you're learning? Let me see whether this information that you're gathering, if you're even reading it at all, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and that was that was one thing that kind of kept the conversation. You know, she's she's passed and. Um, and I don't, I don't think she ever renounced Catholic faith. And I kind of, I kind of put that on myself. Um, and maybe I shouldn't, but I kind of felt like that was something that, yeah. um, I should have put more effort into. Um, and then of course the, the whole COVID thing happened. So, yeah. by the time, um, I actually started talking to her about Christ. She was already in a nursing home. So when COVID happened, you can go in, you can do anything. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, circumstances beyond your control, right? Right, right. And I just, you know, those are one of those situations where you felt like you knew more a little earlier because you probably could have helped change that situation, you know, yeah. same with your grandfather. But, um, but at the yeah. at the same time, um, like my grandmother was Catholic as well. And- Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And she was a praying woman. She was like a real, real, real praying grandma. <laughs> and um, that, she's the reason why... I know him, why I had a foundational knowledge of who he was or who he is, I should say. Right. And so um, growing up, you know, she would say, Jesus loves you. Well, my dad was an atheist. Right. And my mom was Catholic. But um, and she and she would just tell us, Jesus loves you. And that's like all she would do is say, Jesus loves you. And then she would and then she would pray for us. And I always say, like, if it wasn't for her prayers, there's no way I would have known him. No yeah. way. Yeah. And that's and that's one of the things that I guess people like us have to be grateful for because at the end of the day, Amen. we knew Jesus Christ, you know. And and her prayers are going to carry you for the rest of your life, yeah, whether you, know, you realize and, it or not, right? And your kids. <laughs> I mean, and it's our job to say, like, you know, they were in error, but this is the truth. Now I know the truth, so mm-hmm. let me let me help you as my child or my husband or my wife or whatever the case may be um, to show, to pick up those generational um, errors. Right. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. It's just, nobody is actually taking the time to pick up their Bible and be like, Hey, this, this is something we shouldn't be doing anymore, you know, but you know, you have to thank God for those people. At least at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if anything, they gave you Jesus, you know, it may have been the right way, but at least they presented him to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to tell you just a quick story at my baptism. My grandmother's been passed away for maybe 15 years, maybe more than that. And um, at my baptism, <laughs> so my grandmother, she's, she's from Guyana. She's Portuguese Guyanese. And she, um, she, and she had an accent. She had a, a Guyanese accent. And at my baptism, I didn't know I would have to get up and speak in front of 300 people and, and confess you know, confess the Lord. I get up in front of 300 people. There's bright lights kind of shining at me. Front and center is this woman that I've never seen in my life that I never saw after that day. She's sitting front and center and she starts clapping. And I'm like, 
like you can hardly see from the lights and stuff. And I was like, what, what, what's going on? And then she spoke and I looked closer. She looked like my grandmother and her, and my grandmother's sister mixed together. And Mm. when she spoke, guess what? She had a Guyanese accent. And I said, Lord, that's the reason why I'm here. (laughs) Put this woman who sounds and looks like my grandmother front and center to clap for me. Oh, wow. Amen. At my baptism. And so it was just a reminder, like, that's the reason why you are here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Definitely. I, um... You know, the you know, going back to the the topic of of our testimony, um, mm-hmm. the reason. So I had a friend um, who who was saved or born again early on, or, or at least before me. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody I never thought we never thought. You know, we were we were in the streets, we we're just little kids running around yeah. being ghetto and stuff like that. So, um, and it was it was funny because, um. When I was when I was young, my family had actually tried to send me, or actually I went. I didn't. They didn't try. Okay. I went to an axe retreat, uh-huh. and I don't know if you know what, if you know what that is or if you've ever no. been. It's, um, it's basically like a like a weekend getaway for right. people who are Catholic, and they go and they just try to you know build their relationship. I went to a men's axe retreat, uh-huh. and you try to just build your relationship as uh, um, between you and the Lord, so to speak. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's more just to to release, talk to other brothers in the Catholic church and, you know, just find out what it is that, that can make you a better person, you know? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. um, That's nice. And uh, so my family had asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, my friend who I'm, who I'm speaking about was actually like, oh man, if you come back a holy roller, man, I'm going to make fun of you. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to do all that, man. I'm just going to, you know, to see what it's about and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, anyways, you know, going back to what I was talking about, he was actually the one that got saved before me. And his, oh, wow. um, the reason he actually um, got introduced to Christ with the, you know, a real relationship was because the woman he married was a pastor, right? Go figure. Wow. And, uh, and he's, and at the, um, he would always, you know, get on him. Of course, you know, if you're going to marry my daughter, you know, you're not going to be, you know, hoodlum, you know, you're going to get in this church. Yeah. Uh, that kind of relationship. But, um so when he got saved, of course, you know, me being his best friend, his brother, you know, yeah. we have in these conversations, he's like, you need to get away from the Catholic Church. So we're having discussions. Um, at that time, I started doing a lot of reading, not just uh, biblical reading, but just reading in general. Uh-huh. And uh, we would have, you know, discussions on discussions on discussions, you know, throughout the night. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it came to the point where I, w- I would tell him, you know, when when I do decide to give my life to Christ, I'm gonna take it seriously. Like I'm not yeah. gonna sit there and play around with it. And it wasn't a yeah. shot at him or to bring him down or his walk down, but I it, I noticed yeah. that there would be times where he would be in his walk and he kind of step out of it. I guess because his flesh got the best of him and he would get back into his walk and yeah. it, was, it was this back and forth thing. Uh-huh. But I just told him, you know, if I when I when I'm ready to do that, you know, yeah. that I'm gonna take it seriously. And mm-hmm. I tell people nowadays when it came when I when it comes to making that kind of statement, I, I kind of see it looking back at it as like something that's out of ignorance because we don't know when our day is going to be up, you know, so true. Like a lot of people will tell me, or, you know, I'm sure you've heard like, Oh yeah. When I, when I get, when I want to get right with Christ, I'll, that, that I'll let you know, or, you know, they always yeah. have this plan. Like if they know when they're going to die and I'm just like, man, or it's not promised to anybody. And that's, oh, yeah, no, everybody sure. thinks they're like, <laughs> Sorry, you don't have eternal life until you accept him. <laughs> so, um, it was a, it was that point where, um, it was a point where I got to. I was, you know, I was in the streets. I was, you know, fornicating. You know, mm-hmm. I was hustling on the side. And um, the reason I got saved, or the reason I, I finally said, you know, enough is enough, was yeah. um, there was a night. You know, I don't want to and. There was too much detail, but yeah. there was a night where um, a family member of mine had left her kids at home mm-hmm. while, while she went to go and party. And I saw her at at where she was partying at. And oh, mind you, I don't have my kids with me, but I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so, you know, um, 
I, I was at a place and I saw her there and I'm thinking, you know, where are your kids? Yeah. And, um, coming to find out she had left them at home just to go. And I'm talking about, they were still in elementary and I'm just like, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know? Um, and you know, the sad part about it is that I couldn't do anything about it and I couldn't say anything about it because mm-hmm. she knew what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I was, yeah. I was selling drugs, you know, I was fornicating. Yeah. You know, I, you yeah. know, I was doing everything that, you know, what could I say to somebody like that? And I'm just doing what I'm doing on the side. For sure. And that was, that was the moment I was just like, okay. You know, it was that, you know, how can I, you know, point out the beam in your eye when I, you know, I, yeah, I got, exactly. I got it mind, you know, so yep. if there was ever a time in my life that the spirit of God convicted me, that was it. And that, yeah, was, for that, sure. was, that was the point that I knew, like, this, this is how, this is the turning point. Mm-hmm. I, I knew from then on, I, w- I was going to give my life to Christ and, and leave, leave the world alone. I was, I was done with it. There was, no good, there was no good coming out of it. <laughs> and I, and I wasn't going to be able to help nobody other than, um, you know, financially or little material ways. There was no yeah. way I was going to help nobody. So that's, 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 I guess the ultimate testimony for me when it comes to like knowing the Lord has a plan for you and this is what you need to do to, to get on that path. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to point out all your flaws. So that way, you know, that exactly you see what you're doing. And you're not going <laughs> to, you can't tell, tell anybody anything else, you know? That's, so, that's just it. It's like that accountability, right? It's right. so important to have an accountability partner and somebody who will just point things out to you because, you know, the enemy is the author of confusion. And sometimes he can have us in confusion, in major confusion. And just to be able to tell somebody what the situation is, Right. So that they can see it from God's perspective and they can tell you, right? There's been times when I've got those calls. Okay, I need to talk to you. Okay, so God is not the author of confusion. (laughs) You're confused, right? Right. This situation is not for you. This this scenario is not for you. And it's so important because, like, a lot of times we can, you know, just do things or say things or or. In this situation, this last situation, it's like I thought that something, somebody was my assignment. And, you know, I've been praying about it. And the Lord said, this person is going to be saved. And, of course, what do we do? But we think that we can do something to help them along, right? And so we give it all this effort. And then the enemy just starts attacking and attacking and attacking and it's like, but Lord, I thought you said, and he was like, you know, you might not get to see it just because I said it, you might not right. get to see it. Right. And then right. just sharing that with, uh, with um, the former, she used to be the co-host on this show. And she called me up and she was like, Kelly, God is not the author of confusion. Like, look at, look at what's going on for what it really is. Like Satan is heavily, heavily, you know, on this person's life and in this person's life and he's allowing it. And there's nothing that we can do to get somebody saved. It's all the work of God. And so there's still those kind of lessons, you know, even like almost eight years later, there's still those kind of lessons. Like, you know, don't get yourself too involved in, you know, the, the, the situations of other people's lives, um, you know, there's, there's pastors and there's, there's people out there who are supposed to do that. That's their job to be involved in that. But you're, you're not one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I just think like, I, I think that I can help the world sometimes. And the yeah. Lord is like, no, you can't. No, you yeah. can't. Yeah. Because it's taking you off of the path from me. You know, it's pulling you away from me. It's like when he said, just look straight ahead. Joshua, don't look to the left or right. He means it. Don't look to the left or right. Yeah. yeah. And um, we seem to think sometimes, you know, we can say something or do something or, you know, something that can that can help people along. And we can we can. But but we're not God. And we're not doing the actual work and we can't get anybody saved. <laughs> we can only right. tell them about Jesus Christ. We can only share right. the gospel with them. 
But um, again, it's always good to have somebody to correct you. Always good to have somebody correct you. Because they're not in it, right? And they just see it from his perspective and they'll be like, hmm, that's not the way you should go. And that's important. That's really important. I think we we don't always realize it at the time because we're like, oh, but I'm just trying to help. (laughs) I mean, mean, uh, you know, the Bible calls that the zeal, right? You know, when we're, we're new new believers, we have this zeal that we want to go tell everybody about Jesus Christ, and you want to save the world, like you said. You want to, yeah. you want to be that that <laughs> Billy Graham or this person that can just go and you know, have these huge revivals, right? And um, and yeah. unfortunately, God has to pull us back, like you said, and we have to we have to still work on ourselves, no matter how long we've been in it. Yeah, um, I tell people that the best thing that was told to me. Um, as a Christian, because you know, I was I was trying to really go hard for Christ when I when I was when I stepped into this walk. Mm. Was um, he told me that you know this this is not this is not a race this is not a sprint yeah. you know this is right. a marathon this is something you're going to have to endure you know um, and it's going to be a long road mm-hmm. and um, you know I took that for what it was and um, you know we all we all want to strive to be perfect as as much as we can we all want we all want to please the lord mm-hmm. and um you know our, our flesh of course is going to get in the way sometimes it's just killing that killing that flesh and killing that carnal desire that that's in us whether it's yeah. our thoughts or our um our sexual needs our our appetites you know even even the small things or our tongues mm-hmm. um and and the enemies at work you know it, the best um one of the best sermons I've heard in a while is just a reminder of that, you know, even though, even though as Christians, we think, you know, and this is nothing, not a shot at you or even anybody uh, in the entertainment industry or any, anybody trying to do something for the Lord, but, um, or even me, you know, we think because I'm making music that I'm doing it for God. Well, he's like, okay, well, that's good, you know, but I still need your time. You know, I know you're making good, Exactly. Music for me and for the kingdom yeah. of God, but I still need you. You know, this is this is between me and you. Exactly. Everything else will take its course. You know, and I, right. I would say the same thing for you. You know, when you're when you're interviewing people, when you have to go back and edit videos, you know, yeah. that's still time away from you and him. You know, yeah. like personal time. So well, we always, uh, yeah. get, we always get distracted in, in things that we want to pursue, and for sure, not, not that that's bad, but you know, I know the Lord always yeah. has to remind us, pull us back, and say, you know, this yeah. is not something that we need to um it's it's just a reminder for us that he's more important than anything else about what we want to you know yeah um yeah i guess editing editing videos is the only time that i'm not like listening to a sermon at the same time or listening to music at the same time listening to christian music um i sleep with audio bible on a lot of the time Mm. um so think of the word while i'm sleeping um and also because I do this full time, I have uh, I have a good time in the morning where like every day I've been doing a five five kilometer, which is like three and a half mile walk. I go to the hospital, I stand on the hospital property, and I pray for people in the hospital. Um, I have I have a good like before I even start my day, I have a good outdoors in nature time with him and. It's just so oh, cool. peaceful and so beautiful. I just, I never want to leave it. <laughs> and then I come, and then I come home and start my day. Um, and it's so, so, so important because yeah, we get distracted by a lot of things and people and other situations and things that we do, but he has to be our number one. He has to be our main focus. Um, yeah. And, you know, most of the people that I, that I talk to or that I communicate with on a daily basis, they're either kind of doing the same thing as me where they work full time for the Lord and they're, you know, they, they need to talk about something. They need to pray about something. Um, And so it's, it's really, um, 
It's really nice. I, I have a good, good, good amount of time with him, and that that I'm is so important. Um, now, especially now that it's spring, because you know, in the fall, in the fall, I can still get out and walk, but in the winter, like I said <laughs> earlier, it's minus forty here, so it's not really <laughs> something you want to be doing. But um, you know, there's still that that time and that um, space between what I do for the kingdom and what I have with you personally, right? That's super important to me too. Awesome. I you know that's something that I know I personally have um, slacked on and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. praying constantly, like, Lord, please, you know, work with me. You know, don't take away yeah. you know, everything from me, but you know, I still want to, because as a father, I need to provide for my kids, you know, exactly. As a husband, you know, so I can't, I can't just drop everything in the world and, you know, abandon it and as much as I'd like to, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, the Lord, the Lord provides. So, and I, so I, I just continue to thank him for it. But I know I have slack because um, there was a while that I was, I was having um, uh, Bible studies every Saturday morning, at least in the yeah. mornings on Saturdays. Cause I knew people weren't, work you know so uh-huh. i was i wasn't at work so i had no excuse not to have my bible and be in it um, <laughs> but that's something that's something that again that covid kind of took away you know because they yeah. were letting people to their restaurants you know so uh-huh. um i can't sit here and say that that was an excuse not to read my bible but that was something that kind of took away from that dedicated time to say look this is this is time for me to me for me to learn about you to actually dig and find out Amen. what it is that you want me to learn concerning mm-hmm. our relationship or concerning my walk or, you know, whatever it was, that, that was my time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always, uh, I'm, I'm always, I always love to be around people that love the word of God, just because mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot of insights. A lot of people, a lot of things can be revealed from different sh- perspectives, you know, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Saying that, with that people, uh, with that person who kind of pulled you away and said, you know, Kelly, this is not for you. You know, yeah. let this person yeah. do it the way she needs to. So yeah. you know, we definitely need those people in our lives. And like you mentioned, that's for sure. that's that accountability thing, you know. Yep. And going that's back to. It's all about. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said that's what it's all about. Go ahead. Um, we have about uh, another five minutes to go. So if you just want to. Uh, just speak on whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to speak on for a couple of minutes. And then if you could pray us out, that would be amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no, I was just going to say, you know, when it came to, uh, like I told you, I was looking up the word testimony because that's mm. it was called testimony Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know where it came from. And it was, uh, and I'm, I'm, I might, you know, murder the word the way it's pronounced because it's Greek, <laughs> but it's, uh, Mari Rutni. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, to bear witness. And I, I found it interesting that we talked about accountability, but when it looks, when we look at the, the scriptures, everything that involves, you know, whether it was miracles or even, or just testimonies in general, right. Cause mm-hmm. the topic, mm-hmm. it always involves somebody to be there to account for it. Right. There yep. was always two people. There was always somebody to say like, this really happened. Like I actually yep. saw and witnessed it, mm-hmm. whether it was a resurrection, whether it was, um, the Ethiopian queen who, uh, I'm the, I'm sorry, the eunuch that got yeah. saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he had, he had Philip there to go and, and, and minister him and tell him about, you know, what he was reading. So, and even, you know, the, the Barnabas and, um, um, and Paul, you know, going through mm-hmm. and on, um, you know, you have all these people that are, you know, going yeah. in twos. So there's always a witness and that's, they always have to bear witness, but, um, so those are things I was looking into when you asked me to, you know, get into the so the word concerning that topic, and mm-hmm. um, and I did, I just think that you know we we should definitely be um, glad for our brothers and sisters in Christ who can help us with that accountability. You know, whether we whether we feel we're right or wrong, you know, that's yeah. just something we still need to do. You know, I, and if we can encourage anything or anybody through this through this or even in our personal lives, you know, it's to to definitely work and give that continual testimony as to what Jesus Christ has done for them and okay. what he what we know he can do for for all of us. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Unless, unless you had something else for me, I mean, I, we can. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely a, a witness <laughs> of his goodness. That's for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got testimonies on top of testimonies. <laughs> what, yeah. what, 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 what is that? <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Lee? Yeah, that girl. She got tes- yeah. <laughs> testimonies for days. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and you know, some people, you know, will never let you live those things down. They'll never, they'll never yeah. want to hear from you because they know who you were. And and that's yeah. just, that's another thing that we have to deal with is being believers. Like, yeah, I know what you used to do. I know who you used to be, you know, yeah. so I'm going to hold that. People, I'm going to hold that to the death. And <laughs> some people just refuse to see the new creation, right? They right. can't, right. they can't see it or they can't accept it as because I, and I think those are the people who, have never changed because there's, there's, there's some people who I've been reconnected with after like 10 years. And I'm like, you're still doing the exact same thing, working at the same job, doing still unsaved, still like not a spiritual bone in your body, like still nothing, just doing the exact same thing as 10 years ago. And when you know how much you've grown and changed and how much you've allowed the Lord to work in you and how much you just want to be a willing vessel to do his good work, it's so difficult to see people who are just still in that same place, just stuck there, you know, Um, and refusing to see the good work that he's done in us. There's always going to be those people, but there's also going to be people who do recognize it. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Amen. Okay. Would you be able to pray us out then, please, brother? Yeah, yeah. Not a problem. problem. Amen. Uh, Father, we come to you today and we we want to thank you for giving us the the technology to have these kind of interviews and the, the, the fellowship in your in your son in the name of Jesus Christ to to bring people together who are not, who are not living in the same area but have this, have the same beliefs and we ask you to ask that you bless this woman in, in her ministry and in her show that it may touch people around the world who we cannot reach physically and let them come to Christ and let this be something that may help them in their walk or, or help them in decisions they need to make but we are uh, overall, we want to thank you, Father. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for what he did for us, for the crucifixion and for the resurrection to give us a chance at eternal salvation. And we ask that you continue to walk with us, give us wisdom and courage in the things that we do as we represent a, a kingdom of righteousness. And I want to thank you for, for the world that you've given us, the opportunity you've given us, and and your word that, that we live by day and night. Mm-hmm. Um and again, Lord, bless this woman. I ask that you continue to, to bless her ministry and keep her safe and her family safe and let her have a great weekend, Father. And we ask this in your name and in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, brother. It's been an absolute pleasure meeting you face to face. Yeah. <laughs> God yes, is man. good. God is good. I appreciate the time and I appreciate the invite. It was definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely. Me too. Okay. Well, we will speak to you real soon and thank you again for joining us. All right. You guys later. God bless you. You too. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.